All right, so uh, welcome to uh, today's episode of the View from the Fence Post podcast. We're really very excited to have our guest today in the studio. Her name is Caroline Burdett. She's the owner of Rooted and Grounded. And if you had some uh, awesome coffee on Dolphin Street uh, recently at a beautiful location with just the best atmosphere, then you've definitely been in Rooted and Grounded. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. And we're, we're excited to have you. Um, I feel like uh, here where we're located, it's sort of the coffee mecca of Mobile um, with a lot of the options uh, we have to the right and to the left and front and back of us. Um, but I, I got to tell you how excited I was um, when I drove by and saw your grand opening sign out last year. Um, I guess it was last year-ish. And, um, you know, I was like, awesome. You know, another coffee place, another option. But uh, when I stepped foot in there, I was like, wow, I was blown away. Um, you guys went above and beyond with um, how trendy and, and just how uh, awesome, like the the hanging uh, back door lights, the bulbs and yeah. um, a lot of the, I would consider it like Pinterest or Etsy t- <laughs> yes. style art there. Um, but the most notable thing is the, the theme, the Christian theme that mm-hmm. is very apparent in the shop um, when you go in there. And having like you know like a lot of groups, dedicated Bible studies and things mm-hmm. like that in there. But um, let's talk about, and we'll come back to the to the shop. But let's talk about you, kind of where you came from, and uh, just tell us a little bit of your story. Yeah, so I am born and raised in Mobile, Alabama. I graduated from UMS and went to the University of Alabama. And a fun fact about me is I actually created my own degree in something called the New College at Alabama. And my degree is in equine therapy and nonprofit management. And so I had this perfect plan for my life that I so thought, and obviously God has redirected that, but I graduated from Alabama, had my dream job right out of college at a nonprofit called King's Home and was the assistant equine director there. So I've always loved nonprofit and people and just loving on those that have lost or hurt. And so... After that, I married my best friend from college's brother. So that's another fun fact. Uh, People always say like, that's crazy. It's kind of like a movie or a novel. And it really is amazing that I've married my best friend's brother. Well, that's very cool. So you said born and raised in Mobile. Um, You you pretty much, you haven't really uh, excommunicated yourself and come back here. You've been here the whole time. So I actually was in Birmingham for a little bit. So I went to Alabama, moved to Birmingham. And then when I was in Birmingham, the Lord asked me a question of, are you willing? And I was like, yeah, yes, Lord, I'm willing. And he said, no, Kellen, are you really willing? Are you willing to give up everything and follow me? And so at that time, he asked me to go to Africa for four months and to something called Harvest School of Missions uh, with Iris Global. And that's where the vision of Rooted and Grounded came from. And we can get to that a little bit later. But but so I lived in Birmingham and pretty much quit my job, quit my dream job, gave up my relationship with Ash uh, for a season and just followed the Lord and was obedient and went to Africa, and, and which radically changed my life and direction. And that's where he called me back to Mobile. Very, very cool. So... Um... In regard to just kind of outside, uh, every day, it's very clear that you're passionate about the Lord. Um, I, I know you're passionate about your business. Outside of that kind of day to day, what what are you what are you doing for fun or or any other kind of activities in your life? Sure. So, my husband and I love to go on walks with our dog Chloe. 
So that's, you'll probably see us walking around our neighborhood quite often. And then my husband is a huge Manchester United soccer fan. So I married into that. And so now I am a huge Manchester United soccer fan for the Premier League in England. But other than that, right now, you'll find my husband and I working on our father-in-law's campaign for governor. So that is very interesting. We He announced his candidacy back on January 4th. And so we have been prayerfully wanting to get involved. And so we're actually helping run his campaign in Mobile. Wow. Then it uh, sounds like you're quite busy. <laughs> yes. I, I can't uh, believe we got you in here today, quite honestly. So that's, that's fantastic. Um, so uh, I've never been involved with any kind of campaigning efforts or anything like that before. Uh, maybe lightly. I've had some, some really good friends that um, have run and, and I've offered uh, help, you know, in very light ways, but what does that look like if, if you're deeply involved in, in helping with a campaign? Sure. So I've never really been involved in politics either. Uh, when Mr. Liu, we decided to do this and we were praying about what this would look like for us, it looks like being a, a networker. So reaching out to different people in the community who may know of someone who knows of someone that wants to host a fundraiser or have a yard sign or help do a meet and greet or you're pretty much a connector for him to the local community around us. So that's kind of what my husband and I are doing is being that connector for Lou because he's in Birmingham. And so to get him here, to get him in front of people and share his testimony and his story and his heart for the state of Alabama and how he feels like he's the best man for the job. That's really cool. So uh, I used to work at a, another firm here locally and I was more in a recruiter, manager, um, developer type role. And uh, we brought on a, a, a guy that had done a lot of uh, support campaigns uh, for various politicians and you know, throughout his life. And, um, you know, when I was interviewing him, he was like, man, I'm just I'm really just trying to get away from politics and, and kind of go down another career path. Uh, you know, it's been a labor of love, but I'm done with it. And then uh, he worked, you know, in finance for a little while with us and then uh, became the mayor of Ocean Springs, mm. which was like, okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, um, but that was really cool to see uh, one of the youngest um, people that had ever been in that position uh, put in the work, um, yeah. meet the people where they were, and, and get elected. And, and then here recently, a buddy of mine from high school, uh, Ben Reynolds, um, ran for uh, city council um, district four and was elected. And so that's really cool to see that process from start to finish. Yeah. So um, good luck to you guys and, and those you. efforts and and definitely be praying for you and wishing you the best. Um, so back to um, the rooted and grounded story. Um, and before we get into it fully, uh, is that kind of something that you had um, a long time ago thought, you know, hey, I'm going to open a business one day and that's the end goal. So honestly, no, I... I probably would have said that I would have opened up a nonprofit before, which actually Rooted and Grounded is a 501c3. A lot of people don't know that. I did not. So it is, it was run like a business, but the heart is ministry and a religious organization. So if you would have asked me, I probably would have said that I would have either been doing equine therapy for the rest of my life, or when I went to Africa, my parents thought they had lost me as a missionary forever. So but I never thought I would run a coffee shop ministry. That is something that God honestly just radically changed my heart and gave me a passion for and really just showed me how coffee really is a segue. When you think about coffee shops, we meet there, we gather there, we're working there or studying there. 
And so he kind of wanted just to create a safe place for his people to gather, pray, encounter him, to have a safe place, knowing that when you walk in the door, you're going to have like a good morning or a good afternoon or whatever it may be that you need that day that we're there to serve them. As, well, so you bring up an interesting point. Um, going into uh, business ownership or nonprofit ownership uh, with the intent to serve others and follow uh, your call. And um, there's still a, there's a certain aspect of uh, running a business, uh, pouring over the numbers, hiring and firing, um, that is not the, the, the side of the coin that you see that's servicing others and, 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 and serving the Lord and, and those things. Um, is, <laughs> what do you love the most about what you're doing? Or, or can you kind of shed some light a little bit on what that's like living that dichotomy of both sides? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, I love it because I'm the kind of person that likes to have my hands in a lot of different things. And so I thrive in that. So my day to day, I, you know, the challenges of when you're doing your accounting to payroll to hiring and firing, but then also get to love on my customers and be, see them face to face and pray with them. I think that's one of my favorite things about my job is that relationship that we've gotten over the past year. Now that we've been open a year, we get to walk with people in their trials and their hardships. So that's been something that I, I love, but on the business side, I actually love numbers. So I love doing the accounting side of things, which is a fun fact. It There's something about it that makes me happy. That's, um, uh, that's unique. Um, you know, a lot of people that go to, um, they have this vision in their head about what business ownership looks like and they start down that road. Uh, and then they, they hit a brick wall and they stop. They're like, Oh my God, I didn't realize what's on the other side of the fence that I have to deal with. Uh, but then others, you know, like yourself, they just pour into it and just absorb it and love every facet of it. So, uh, it's interesting how all of our brains work differently and how we're all called in different ways. Um, but so that's, that's really cool. Um, the general theme of this podcast, and it, it was, a, it's really about humility, and it's about people who are uh, servant leaders, or and don't attribute their current situation uh, fully to their own efforts. You know, Amen. and um, I'd love the opportunity to hear from you uh, in regard to who or what set of events you would attribute um, your current circumstance to. And you go as deep as you want to, or as high level as you want to. Yeah. So obviously my, it really is Jesus, um, is who I contribute my success to. But other than that, my husband, Ash Burdett has been the most amazing support person and encourager that has believed in me and has, you know, been there on the long nights and the hard days when we first opened. And, and also my, my parents have, and my whole family really have just, I've had an amazing group of people just when the days got tough, like you said, when you open a small business to keep encouraging me, but I would really, like I said earlier, when I went to harvest school of missions in Africa and the Lord asked me that question, are you willing? It was there where he gave us this vision for rooted and grounded. And he, he said, I have this for you and I'm inviting you into it but are you willing to give up what you thought that you would be doing, which was the equine therapy in that side of my life? And so I did, I gave up everything and I went to Africa and God totally wrecked my heart because I think growing up 
in this area and from the South, there's a church on every corner. You know, we all, I feel like we all can recite Bible stories or tell you about God, but, but do we really know him personally? Do we have that intimate relationship with him where we encounter him and know him and love him? And so it was there in Africa where the Lord showed me honestly this picture. And I saw a bunch of people coming to this place and they looked homeless on the outside. They had disheveled or they were in rags or dirty. And I said, God, are you, is this what I'm seeing in the physical in Africa? Cause we were in a very broken part. And he said, no, my child, these are the hearts of my children in Mobile. The outside looks great. They have the picture perfect house and family, but the inside there's brokenness and depression and just so much hurt. And so I saw him come into this place and there was just healing. Like they encountered his presence and they were worshiping and and they left feeling enclosed in robes of righteousness. And so that's our heart for Rooted and Grounded. It's Rooted and Grounded is from Ephesians 3, 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, you being rooted and grounded in love, be able to comprehend with all the saints the length and depth nor height nor width of the love of God, and to be able to experience the fullness of God. And so for people to come into Rooted and Grounded, whatever bags or hurt it or whatever they're bringing in, but to leave receiving the fullness of the Lord. And so he just totally, the Lord just wrecked my life. And I had an intimate, holy encounter with him. And I believe that once you have an encounter with the father, no one can take that from you. You know, like if you're persuaded into something, you can be persuaded out of it. And so when you have that encounter for yourself, it's so real and tangible. And so our heart is to create that for other people to create a safe place for people to encounter him, to for them to be in an intimate relationship with the Heavenly Father. That's awesome. Yeah, so thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it's clear that you're passionate. Yeah, I mean, it, that your cup runneth over with passion, for sure, uh, and faith. And um, you just seem to be an extraordinarily blessed person um, with mm-hmm. all the family that you have that's been there for you. Um, I can personally attest to the great staff that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of that in, in the restaurant is that from our point of view, from, from a customer uh, or a patron's co- uh, point of view, um, it just, it looks so uh, well put together and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like everything just kind of fell in place and, and it goes off without a hitch. Uh, what would you say, has there been any bumps in the roads or challenges or something that we wouldn't know about that? you've had to overcome oh yes there's been several um we when we purchased the house it was back in 2019 and we didn't open until 2020 and so we had several hurdles of rezoning with the city going through the health department all this red tape of you know you had to submit something and then you'd wait a month and then you'd do something else and then you'd wait a month and then obviously we opened in 2020 in the middle of covid Uh, But thankfully, by the time that we opened in November, I think people were starting to ready to come out and we weren't in isolation anymore. And so that was really a blessing for us. But there were just so many challenges of really timing, too, of of this with the whole building and construction. And we completely remodeled the whole building and then bringing it up to code and and then now with COVID, you have the shortages of paper products or goods, or I feel like there's just these hurdles along the way, but I feel like the Lord asks you, you just can't give up. 
I know mm. one one thing that he's taught me is even if you feel like you're crawling in this space, as long as you keep moving forward, it doesn't have to be this run, but just keep pressing in the challenge, keep pressing in the conflict and that he's just given us divine solutions for all the different challenges that have been thrown our way. And you bring up an interesting point a second ago too. We, uh, we actually was meeting with a client yesterday and, um, Towards the end of the conversation, uh, we rolled into talking about how, you know, his parents and he's older, um, you know, lived through the depression and lived through some really, really difficult times. And and his, his family, some of it was from Germany, so lived through some really uh, interesting um, World War II type, you know, scenarios. And uh, so so being kind of built from a different cloth, you know, this person's viewpoint of uh, things that are really, really difficult and um, and living through them and coming out the other end is as even if you're totally without and poor and down to almost nothing that, um, that you will be okay or can be okay. And, uh, what he said, he said, um, he said, just because it's difficult doesn't mean you're defeated. Amen. And and that, that is a message that I think should sing through a lot of, uh, the generations today and the people today. Uh, there's just so much news and difficulty with the pandemic um, that is, that is really putting a hamper on or a damper on th- your plans, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, we can certainly persevere, you know, and I think there's, there's a lot of proof of that happening, um, both in the business community and, and personally out there. Um, I thought about this when you were talking about the pandemic a second ago is not only were people, uh, at home and ready to get back out. Right. And then that's certainly true, but churches weren't meeting. Mm. Right. And, and I go to day spring, um, church and we were certainly affected and, and because people were practicing uh, distancing and, and all that good stuff, um, we went from no church to for a little bit to virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at one point they had, they had a, like an, a flatbed out in the back parking lot and people were having church from their vehicles. Wow. Um, and you could tune into a radio. So they went from like just no tech to full tech, um, but figuring it out a way uh, because we were desperate for that community where de- uh, people were spiritually feeling empty um, mm-hmm. and we didn't realize you take advantage of it. Sometimes we didn't realize what we were missing out and um, on and, and being able to tune in is better than nothing, but it was not the same. And uh, when it, when it all came back to meeting in person again, and even though it was still distancing, there were still some things in place. Uh, there was this high energy and love in the room and people were so thankful to be able to do that again. And, and so uh, where the rubber meets the road here is, um, and at Rooted and Grounded, both of those things as people yeah. that I'm desperate to get out and have some coffee and just see people and spiritually, Amen. you know, in the same place. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool because people were hungry mm-hmm. because of the body, like you said, the body of Christ, we're not supposed to do this walk alone or we're not supposed to be in isolation, uh, but to actually be in community and fellowship and gathering together with like-minded believers. And so it was really cool to see how people were just so hungry for more of God and willing and ready to meet their friend for coffee and pray with them and see them and and just to get back to, I think, the normal sea of life, too. All right. So, OK. This is this this conversation is so awesome. Um, so. We're a year and two-ish, mm-hmm. three-ish yes. months in, yeah. and um, I'm, I'm assuming you've had a great time and journey so far along yes. the way. Uh, do you have any uh, changes that you feel need to be made or any kind of direction 
uh, over the next few years that you want to move towards? Wow, that's a loaded question. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> you know, we don't have the clarity now, but when the Lord asked us, and I met a lady in Africa named Pam Klinger, and she's moved here actually to help. And we have been praying about expansion, but we don't know exactly what that looks like. When we did start Rooted and Grounded, we always felt that that would be the taproot And then there'd be other different things that would be birthed from it where rooted and ground would be the main hub. But then we have such a heart for human trafficking victims or the lost and lonely. So we do feel a stirring. So it's funny that you ask right now, because we are in this phase of praying, of seeking the Lord, of just getting back on our face, asking for guidance and revelation, because we do feel a stirring and a transition coming. We don't have the xyz of what it actually looks like yet but we're definitely praying and and expectant for more to come in 2022 or 2023 so so a couple things um number one i love the word taproot yes a a really really cool word um and it's very very deep in its meaning and uh two a lot of times in a podcast a lot of these things can be framed up or teed up prior to actually the recording and this was not one of those things (laughs) and and it's all about timing right if i were to ask you this same question a year from now it would be answered totally different Mm so uh, it's really interesting that you answer that question in the phase of uh, forming ideas not a formed idea not quite fully there yet but um a vision that's sort of uh blurry but kind of coming into focus you know over time so really cool um thanks for sharing that um so this is a part of the, the podcast that we want to give you the opportunity to um, to tell us sort of the breadth of services um, that you offer. And you can go so far as to, I know you guys have some treats that yes. you can get. There, there's um, uh, swag that you can yes. get. And um, just talk about the store and, and as, as, as a passion of love for you and um, where you're at, how to find you if you're interested, um, mm-hmm. how to to book space if you have a group or anything like that yeah so we offer coffee and tea and then the sweet treats that you're hinting at is our famous cinnamon rolls Mm. so we have homemade cinnamon rolls that we make in-house and there's actually a testimony behind the cinnamon rolls bring it on okay yeah so this is one of my things when you're talking about business i know in this process the lord showed me what kingdom business looks like and in that process i we were and the challenge of going to the city and we had to present a menu to the health department. And we had this whole day where we tried to make pastries. And I was like, guys, I just don't feel a rest in my spirit. This is not it. And like, Caroline, but we have a deadline. We have a deadline. And I feel like the world does that. Hey, you have a deadline. Hey, you need to do this. So the world has this box that wants to put you in. But I was like, guys, like, I just know in my spirit, there's something else. And I was like, we just got to wait. And so we did. And we waited and we waited and we waited. And I was on my way to drop off. We had just gotten parking for the house and and I felt this inkling to stop at a gas station. And I was like, okay, Lord, I didn't need gas. I didn't need anything. And so I said, well, I might as well just get a water and a snack while I'm here. And so I walk inside and get my water, get my snack, and I, I feel a release to leave. And so I go to leave and check out. And as I'm checking out, in walks this lady and she asks for the manager and the manager comes up and she says, Hey, I'm a new wholesale baker in town. I'm looking for a place to sell my cinnamon rolls. And I just laughed in that moment and was like, really, God, really? This is how (laughs) this is going to happen. And so I went on to say, hey, 
I'm opening a coffee house ministry right down the road. And I'd love to talk to you about selling your cinnamon rolls. And so her name's Dominique and she ended up getting engaged and moved to Florida. So we bought the recipe from her, but I love sharing that testimony because it testifies to when you're willing to wait and when you're willing to really seek the Lord in all things, he will direct your path, even if it's going to a gas station, why you don't know why. And so anyways, we do make the cinnamon rolls in house and they're amazing and wonderful. And you can even buy them as take and bakes where you take them and bake them at your house. And so those are great. And then regarding the prayer room, uh, you can use the prayer room. There's no cost to the prayer room. It's part of our ministry and wanting to serve the community and just call us at 251-408-9210 and you can reserve the room if it's open. And then we are located on Dolphin Street right by the railroad tracks in front of Zante. We are a little white house Mm -hmm. and yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. And so, um, I wasn't planned. I've been wearing, uh, I get this hat too. Yeah, uh, from from the shop, and uh, I love these these patch hats. Um, it's just uh, I guess it, I don't know if it's in trend or whatever, but my partner down the hall has been wearing them too. And uh, during our money meetings, I'm wearing this. He's he's always expressing his jealousy, which I love. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you a lot of great stuff in in the shop there. And I'm a patron, and and you guys make some solid coffee. And my Thank wife you. is there weekly uh, in her Bible study group yeah. um, with some of her girlfriends. Um, and so it, we're lightly connected as well. Um, I, I know your si- a sister, um, and she taught, uh, she coached, um, T-ball for my son when he was at, um, uh, Christ United and, uh, got to meet her and her husband, uh, Tyler and her, uh, son, Tyler mm-hmm. and, and, um, went and had a party at Camp Grace. And, uh, so it's just really cool how, um, you, you mentioned the story about Dominique where you just don't even realize what's mm-hmm. around the corner when you open the door and walk through it sometimes. And, and that's just really, really cool. So um, it's a pleasure to have, you know, have you on today and, and um, just to, uh, for what you're doing in the community, you Thank know, you. that's really cool. And um, just want to let you know that, that uh, we're supporting. And if you're here in this podcast, then, then you should uh, support too. Thank you. And um, so uh, last but not least, um, as always, just want to thank my team at uh, C2 here um, couldn't be doing this without you guys and I know you're listening um, so uh, it, it, I love you thank you so um, for everyone else uh, do something great today uh, you know until next time we'll see you discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions Securities offered through registered representative of Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. These Wealth strategies in Cambridge are not affiliated.